Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and welcome to another episode of uh, Grow Your Influence Tree. Today we'll be doing a personal brand consult with Amanda Sellers, who's on the line with us today. Um, Amanda, would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself and tell our listeners exactly what it is that you do that you do right now? Absolutely, Leonard. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be on your show. I am a full-time voice actor. I started voice acting about ten years ago. Before that. As soon as I graduated high school, I was a theater school student, and theater school was fun, but I really wanted to be the singer of a rock band, so I did that for years and ended up touring all around the United States with my band, and we played at the Viper Room, and I worked at the Rainbow Bar and Grill on Sunset, and I did the rock and roll thing for a while. And so when the rock and roll thing was kind of burnt out at that point, then I got into radio. Like I was saying, I was a radio DJ for a while. And when you're in radio, you do the pre-production where you do the local commercials. And as soon as I read the local commercial script for the very first time, I fell in love with voice acting. And I decided that out of anything that I'm supposed to do between theater and singing and radio, it was voice acting was the number one thing. So I I put everything I could into becoming a voice actor and I've been full time for over 12 years now. And I co-founded with my husband, the voiceover school, which is an online digital school where we teach other people how to become voice actors. And um, I have two little boys and they do voice acting as well. And yeah, I'm just trying to uh, think about the next step in, in my career. So, which is why I reached out to you. That's kind of awesome. How DJing, theater school, and also uh, and also uh, the other thing you mentioned when you kind of combine them together, it kind of becomes a trifecta of exactly what moved you into voice uh, acting. And I think that's kind of amazing because not many people really figure out exactly what it is to kind of move into the right direction. And it usually is a combination of taking elements from three different things. And when you kind of combine them together, it does lead you on the way to success. And I, I think it's kind of uh, amazing that you've had so much experience with being on like the uh, radio, uh, meeting a lot of celebrities, being able to play at the Viper Room and uh, doing all these other different things where it gives you the ability to really relate to a lot of people when you think about like really going out there and building your personal brand. Um, when, when you're... So right now you're thinking that you should kind of go out there and build this personal brand. What what were your goals behind doing so? What were you looking to really achieve? That's a really good question. And I don't want to confuse things more, which is why I feel like I really need to gain some focus and clarity on the next step. Um, about a year ago, my husband and I went through a really hard time and I was going through some depression and anxiety and just in a really dark place and I found meditation and so I started meditating and it's crazy but it it cleared up things in my brain that I had been holding on to for a long time and uh, helped me to let go of you know past traumas and then I started to write and record my own meditations 
and I started to put them into the public for people and I became or have becoming like quite popular in that, in that realm. So I'm kind of at a crossroads now where I have my voiceover school. I have my career, which I am so um, grateful for and I love every aspect of being a voice actor but there's also this other side of me that wants to get into uh, meditation and I just feel like as far as um, a business model that could grow into something big where you're helping people I'm feeling pulled towards that so the personal branding thing came because I feel like I have all this potential that's bottled up and I don't I'm a very creative person, but I'm not an organized person, so I don't know how to make the next step happen or get my message out and who exactly I'm talking to, which I know is part of the steps that you take, and you're the expert. I don't know (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and a lot of people, what they do have is difficulty when it really comes to going out there and making that transition, and it's even harder when you don't associate it with your personal brand, because like, let's say you had XYZVoiceoveracting.com, and you decided to move into the meditation field, and um, and then you would basically just take one thing, shut it down, and then make another thing, or try to figure out how to combine them together, and it just doesn't really work that well. Uh, but when you're kind of leading with your personal brand and you're you're selling yourself as an entity, as a person, it gives you a lot more flexibility than what you would really have. And there's an ability to go out there and do both the voice acting and also the uh, meditation kind of in the same place where uh, you could go and kind of build both things. When, when you say uh, a lot of the meditations, uh, that you've done, you kind of wrote down. Is does that mean that while you're meditating, you're like uh, doing like a mantra or something like that, or how does that kind of work? Yeah, there's how I started was on an app called Insight Timer. Have you heard of Insight Timer? No, I haven't. I've used um, Calm uh, once or twice, but I haven't used Insight Timer. Okay, so Insight Timer is uh, just along the same lines as Calm and Headspace, and it's a a bunch of meditation teachers that upload their meditation tracks. So I do guided meditation where I'll do uh, the top 10 um, affirmations to start your day, and I lead people through, you know, how to let go and surrender and how to manifest an awesome day. So I'm just basically talking through, and I have music in the background or I'll do, I have a three seconds to calm one. So if something's like, you know, making your blood boil, you can listen to this one and just like peel the layers and calm down. And uh, I have a bunch on there, um, manifesting a abundant life. And I do some kids meditations as well. So it's just someone will listen to it and, and uh, enjoy it that way. And then I actually wrote a couple for uh, Teddy Mellencamp because she was having a hard time um, finding a meditation practice. And I thought, well, I'll just write her one and I'm acquaintances with her. So I wrote it for her and she said that she absolutely loved it and wanted me to make more. So I just feel like it's a gift I have. And it's just knowing how to, like you said, package it and make my personal brand part of it. Yeah. And I, it's definitely the hardest at the very beginning, especially when you kind of don't know exactly what to do to really get it out there. In regards to people mm-hmm. finding you for your voice acting, how did they come across you? Well, I'm on different online casting sites. 
such as like Voices.com, Voice123. They're very popular in our industry where people upload uh, their projects and then voice talent audition for them. And I've got really high rankings on all of those sites. So people find me through there. Also, um, I have a bunch of different agents all around the world and my agents will pitch me to different people. So they find me that way. And I guess through my website, I'm, I know my SEO isn't that great, but it's just been a, a culmination of being really determined in the field and making myself known. But I still know I could do even better. Cool. Um, so you have a lot of people out there kind of working to help you get uh, more exposure for your uh, voiceovers. And when you're thinking about going out there and you're doing this uh, guided meditation, do you think some people who might be interested in voice acting would also be interested in guided meditation? Or did you not really see any overlap there? I see some overlap. Ironically, one of someone found me on Insight Timer and it was another meditation teacher and she wanted to take my course because she thought that going through a voice acting course could help her become a better meditation teacher because we do teach performance and connecting to your voice. So I, I see some some ways of overlap. I don't think any of my agents or clients would really care too much unless they wouldn't pitch me on it. So I, I feel like it is kind of separate in that aspect. Um, do you have a website for your voice uh, coaching? For the voiceover school, yeah, it's thevoiceoverschool.com. Okay. Um, just haven't looked at that yet. I've just seen your main site, so I'll take a glance at that right now. Okay. Yeah, it's, there's, you'll see some testimonials from past students. Cool. So uh, right now your uh, websites would be thevoiceoverschool.com and your other one would be amandasellersvo.com and those would be your two main existing sites as of right now? Absolutely. And to throw another one in the mix, Leonard, we have thevoiceoverfamily.com. So uh, because all of us in my family, my husband and my two boys, we all do voiceover. So we make animations Sometimes uh, we made like a Christmas animation for our clients and we just made a two-minute short where we fly to outer space and meet dinosaurs and just exploring that side. My son does work for Lego, Star Wars. He's on Sesame Street. So it's just a way to brand us all as a family. So this is where I feel like I really need help because I feel like I'm really confusing and all over the map. But maybe there is some method to my madness. I don't know. Cool. And then um, your husband does uh, the school with you and then the family with you. Does he do anything else with you or does he do do anything separately on his own? He, um, him and I teach workshops together in town periodically. We'll teach voiceover workshops. And then we also have um, a manifestation, like manifesting abundance, law of attraction type type workshop that we're doing in uh, January. So we do... We do a lot together, but he's doing his own thing, and I'm doing my own thing. I have my own podcast. He has his own podcast. So it's, you know, we've we've thought about joining forces, but we are so intertwined. We need to have 
some space as well. We we did the school yeah. together, and that was really really stressful to be so intertwined. And even our therapist has said to us that we need to um, unravel a little bit because our lives are way too enmeshed. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, it, it yeah. gets, <laughs> if you have just too much going on, it's just uh, a little bit hard because, um, you know, it's every single waking moment together. And Yeah, well, and raising kids. Yeah. Uh, and while, while it sounds good in theory, <laughs> sometimes yeah. it just can be a little overwhelming. <laughs> so I can definitely you know see that. Yeah. So I see that there's a lot of different components here. And um, are you also on social media doing anything too or not really? I'm mainly on Instagram and that's kind of my hub that I go to. But again, I I feel like I don't have direction and things that I'm posting. I just try to inspire people and self-improvement and living your best life and not giving up on your dreams are all things that I'm very passionate about and really want to help people to discover that in themselves as well. So, but yeah, I'm on Instagram. And of course I have a Facebook. I'm not on Twitter. I don't do Snapchat. Maybe I should do more of these things. <laughs> cool. So I think we have a pretty good picture of exactly where you are right now and kind of what direction that uh, you kind of want to move into so you can be comprehensive of all the different uh, components. Um, have you started looking at maybe a different web domain or anything like that where you wanted to host your uh, meditation business yet or not yet? I did dream up just simply amandasellersmeditation.com and I've, mm-hmm. I have an outline for a, a new course that I want to do and it's besides like doing the voiceover school was a lot of hard work and it's a five-week intensive for people that want to take it and the the meditation it comes so much easier to me I want to do a 30-day course I have it mapped out and it's it's already like self-written it's it seems just so effortless um so I, I that was the one website I thought of Cool. So that would probably be a good website for you to get at the very beginning. So you have that website where you can create your course, you could go and position everything that you want to do strictly with meditation. But what we're going to probably have to do is take one step back. So then you have a central hub, a central hub that you can guide people to that's uh, strictly about you. And when you have that central hub on your about page there, you can talk about how you're currently working and voiceover acting. So uh, when people click off, they could go to there. Uh, when people uh, want to go for uh, voice lessons, they could do that there. They could go to your family website and they could go off to your meditation website. So they could kind of take the different directions on exactly where it is to go. So um, okay. I think right now, your uh, primary goal is, or what you're thinking right now is set up amandasellersmeditation.com uh, create all your meditation-based content on there and set up your 30-day uh, course, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay, that would be the uh, best thing to do, but then when it comes to marketing, uh, people aren't going to be able to magically just land on that website. Just like how for your voice acting site, uh, people aren't magically just landing there. A lot of people are uh, going out there and reaching out to you and reaching out to clients and the agents and everyone else is kind of doing all the moving parts to kind of bring you business. Uh, What we have to do is we have to make you a new central hub 
where you're bringing everyone to find out about Amanda Sellers. So that would be creating a completely new entity. And that becomes the one entity that you market for absolutely everything. And after we get back from a commercial break, uh, I'll tell you what I'm kind of picturing. And we'll see if we're on the same path so then we can see if this is going to work for you. Um, If anyone wants to follow you on Instagram, is that the best place to follow you? Yeah, that would be great. It's Amanda Sellers VO. Perfect. And you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Amanda Sellers. And we've been discussing a lot of different things that we could do to really help. Or what we've been discussing is Amanda's journey, uh, how she's been a voiceover actress, how uh, she has her own uh, voice uh, coaching school and has one with her family as well, and how uh, Amanda's been moving into the direction of wanting to do guided meditations and uh, setting up a 30-day course. And um, that's kind of basically mapped out, and that's all about to be created. Now, 
Well, Amanda's kind of missing as because uh, her business has primarily been voice coaching and things that are voice related. Uh, when guided meditation kind of comes into the picture, it could kind of fit, but then it could also be different. And with a personal brand, what that kind of allows uh, people to do is have a lot more flexibility than anyone else. Like a venture capitalist, for example, one of them could be invested in healthcare, but then they could also be invested into autom- automotive. And <clears throat> they're basically parts of different components. And that venture capitalist, because they're leading with their personal brand, they're not tying themselves into one industry over the other. Uh, for... Uh, Amanda, for your case, uh, you kind of need a central hub uh, where you could kind of guide people to, and this becomes your one entity where you go out there and market. Uh, And Mm -hmm. ideally, it would be like amandasellers.com, but I saw that URL is taken, so it would be something related to your name. And um, maybe it's with a different domain extension, like a .site or something like that, or maybe it could be another thing. But uh, what we have to do is we have to think about where exactly it is that your new domain is going to be and how to go and build traffic to get people to that domain. Okay. Now, on your Amanda or your new website, what, that would, uh, what you would be able to do there as this one's branded around you completely as a person. When you're creating content on that site, you could say things, you could talk about things that are voice related. You could talk about things that are meditation related. You could talk about things that are uh, family related. You could talk about your prior uh, uh, work in radio as a DJ. You could talk about meeting celebrities. You could talk about going out there and playing in the band. And you could talk mm-hmm. about all these collective experiences that you've had in your entire life. Now, The good thing about having a diverse platform like this is, um, let's say someone's really into music and and you've had an experience where you met a a certain celebrity or something, and you kind of share that story, and someone were to, like, read that. But then they also like to do meditation, too, like, by going out there and kind of widening your audience and becoming more of uh, Amanda Sellers as a person as opposed to Amanda Sellers only the meditation guiding expert, you're able to kind of expand your audience to a much wider uh, spectrum where you can kind of touch anyone and everyone. I love that. That's amazing advice. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And then, Mm -hmm. like, usually what I do is when I'm working with a client, I'll sit on the phone with them for about an hour and I'll ask them to tell me about their entire life story from like childhood, how they were raised, what their family values were like, some of the struggles and fights that they had with their family, uh, you know, school life, kindergarten, junior high, high school, their first love, their first job, their first struggle, um, maybe an embarrassing moment or two, uh, to kind of uh, the time after that in college, working your first career all the way up to today and everything that kind of comes in between it. And most people um, that I found that are like over 40, uh, they tend to uh, share very easily and kind of hit every single moment that was monumental in their life, which is kind of interesting that um, they're able to like go and uh, have this entire reel where they talk about the good and the bad and other components. But then when um, I start talking to people who are like, um, 
under 40, like it kind of becomes a little bit fragmented and I usually have to like dig out Mm -hmm. the information from them. And I'm like, so can you tell me more about this? Can you uh, explain how this happened? (laughs) And they're like, "Uh, it's kind of like pulling teeth. (laughs) Right. So it's it's kind of complicated and it depends on who I'm talking to. But usually what ends up after that is that one hour conversation that's recorded. Uh, it can be sent over to a transcription service and it usually ends up becoming like a 40 page document on um, that could basically turn into an outline of your personal book if you really wanted to. But it kind of has absolutely everything. From a bird's eye view of all the things that you've encountered, uh, should some people, a lot of people, talk about like their pets, their family, uh, meeting their spouse, um, their favorite cars, everything, and you kind of get this whole package, and it becomes this great foundation. Earlier on this call, we kind of got maybe like a five to six minute version of it, which is still a lot of amazing content. But if you have more, the more you have, the better. Right. <clears throat> So once you have all this information, uh, the first thing uh, to do is uh, work on your about page. Um, uh, on your Amanda Sellers VO uh, site, you do have a pretty good bio, but I would—I I feel it would be expanding that bio to around two to 3,000 words and having it be a little bit more comprehensive of exactly all the different uh, components of yourself from your likes, your interests, uh, the, uh, how you were raised, what your family was like and uh, different components about your current family. Because the more uh, touch points that you have, the easier it is going to be for people to really get to connect and get to know you. Okay, a uh, question on that. Um, now, would I do that on the Amanda Sellers Hub page, but then for vo- my voiceover page, keep it more voiceover related? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So when I'm doing like the main website on my personal brand, that's when you do the two to 3,000 words. But on each subdivision, keep it focused on whatever that is. So if it's the voiceover family, keep it a little bit shorter, but just on the family voiceover on the, on the voiceover? Yeah, because most people are going to find you at your central hub. Uh, I think okay. for uh, you can have a little bit of relational details on your other sites, but then not like a full story like that's going to be on your personal site. Gotcha. Um, the good thing is the more touch points that you could create onto there, the more different points where you can have people read it and say, oh, me too. I, I love music. I, I love bands. I love meeting celebrities. I love DJs. I love, uh, I love voice acting. I, I love this and that. And the more that people can say me too, the uh, higher the ability that they're actually going to get to know, like, and trust you. And that bio becomes the most important thing that you have on the entire web because, uh, if people are able to get to know, like, and trust you and you have enough touch points in there uh, where people really get to know you, they get to fall in love with you too. And being married, um, you can probably see that when someone's in love with you, there's nothing they want to do. <laughs> That's true, and they accept you as you are. <laughs> exactly. And it's kind of amazing how that can really happen and stem out from... Uh, stem out from... Sorry, someone's calling me, and it's uh, it's kind of amazing how when uh, that happens, when 
people have love for you where they're able to connect with you at such a deep level. And as I've kind of grown and built my personal brand, there's been people that I've never even met all across the world. And like, wow, I feel like I've known you my entire life when before we even get in a call and it can even be a simple email conversation where they're initiating. And it's kind of crazy because it builds that instantaneous trust. Absolutely. I, I'm still in shock that I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm so thankful and honored and yeah, I love everything. I've just been discovering everything that, you know, you've been sharing and your how awesome your Twitter is and your, yeah, your family, everything is so, it's so relatable and conversational. Uh, and I think that's something that I try to do and I want to do more of is bringing my authenticity because I have a lot to share. I've been through a lot, but then I feel like I, I'm excited to read your book because I need to drop the act because I know I do struggle with perfectionism and, you know, I'm 41, so I don't want to get old and, and just like the, you know, aging, accepting that I'm not 20 and a model anymore or, you know, just so all of that, the whole picture, just stepping into my truth because I do feel like I have a lot to give. So how, do you have any yeah. tips on how to do that? <laughs> well, well, the whole beauty of everything is you're not really going out there and ditching an act or doing anything like that. I mean, ideally, the book would have been called Start With Who because that's what you're really doing with everything. You're starting with who and who is yourself. And we see ourselves in uh, specific ways. We try to paint ourselves to be better than what we are. And a lot of that is because of the society norms and the societal pressures that have been put upon us. People are told, oh, you have to go out there and make a resume and highlight all your achievements. When you post on Instagram, make sure that it looks absolutely amazing because all the other pictures do. And basically what we've done is it started from uh, my mother's generation where it was keeping up with the Joneses, where everyone wanted to mm-hmm. go out there and get the nicer car, the better house, the uh, boat, and go, hey, look, my life's better than yours. But if I go, if we go past that to, like, my grandfather's generation, he was born in, like, 1923, like, people walked down the street, they said, hello, how's it going? Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm glad to see you're doing well. And people actually cared about each other. And mm-hmm. when, when we look at things like that, it, it, it kind of seems that, and like my mother's generation, if we fast forward today, it's not people trying to one-up each other with how much they have. Now people are trying to one-up each other with how much better they are than the other person. Right. And that's why there's so much perfectionism and everything like that, because we see everyone else. They look more perfect than we do, but then they're putting on mm-hmm. an act because they have those perfectionist complexions too. So mm-hmm. if we go back to just who we are and we take those societal pressures away, and we're like, oh, yeah, I, I just did this. This is just something I did in my life, and it made me feel this way. Then what mm-hmm. happens is since everyone's out there going to try to connect and they're all trying to go and say, I'm better than you. What happens when you see someone and you feel that they're better than you, you get pushed away. You're like, Oh wow, that person's cocky. That person's arrogant. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to do business with them. They seem like a jerk and all these other things are kind of what people end up feeling. 
Mm-hmm. So if you kind of flip it yeah. around and go, oh, wow, that person's so kind. Wow, they, they, they're nice. Oh, wow. They, I, I see that they struggled. They're, op- they're open. They're, they're talking about how they struggle with perfection and how what they have to do, they have to constantly try to make it better and better. That's how I feel too. And then when you have people saying me too, that's when they relate to you and that's how you can build an audience, grow a following and things like that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people out there are trying to impress others and because they're trying to impress others, people are like, who cares? Uh, I don't care. But when you're, when there's like no reason to try to impress others and it's just dealing with your own personal self and sharing how you really feel, like people are like, me too, that's how I feel too. Because like the struggle with perfectionism is like a universal thing. It's not just a one person who deals with it. And I, I think what a lot of us do is we get stuck in our own head where we're like, I'm the only one who's struggling with this problem. This is only affecting me. But I have... It was only affecting me, then why would something like a guided meditation work for tens of people, hundreds of people, thousands of people, tens of thousands of people? It's because it's a universal problem. Right. And yeah, one of my meditations is I am enough, where it's saying we're always, we are enough and we always have been, just going back to your worthiness. And it's one of my most popular meditations. So, yeah. I'm proud of myself, too, for stepping into the, with my podcast, talking about I struggled with alcohol for many years, went to AA, and facing that and not being ashamed of it or the fact that my husband and I almost separated last year, I feel that maybe it's coming with, you know, getting older and not caring as much anymore, but yes, I'm not perfect. This is me. And if I can help anyone with my story, then I've done something right. So if I can just now package this into my Amanda Sellers central hub and help that grow, I feel like there's a lot of potential. I think I think what you kind of mentioned there is a lot of a lot of the things that you did. You said you struggle with alcohol, um, and you almost encountered a divorce with your husband last year. Most people, what they do is when they see pain, they don't want to feel it. They go block it. They deflect it. They do other things until it gets to that monumental moment where everything could completely just vanish and be gone. And then, mm-hmm. and then our, all our behavior is like to the point where we're almost losing the most important component of our life, what, like what we live for. And uh, uh, I think that like where that causes a situation where you don't just lose hope in what you've been doing, you lose hope in yourself and you feel like you fail and like... At that point, like, that's where everything kind of comes together and um, the broken habits start to get examined and understood and and starts to piece itself back together. Absolutely. And another thing I'm interested in, in, I'm, I'm very passionate about, not giving up on my dreams and 
being like, I was so determined in making voiceover uh, my career. In the very beginning, I would wake up at five in the morning and I was, I'm on the West Coast and all the auditions got released around 9 a.m. Eastern time. So I would be up at five auditioning with everyone on the East Coast so I can get my auditions in faster. And it was completely mindset that helped my career build to what it is. And so that's something that I kind of find a little bit, a little bit difficult with the voiceover school is I know it was because of my determination that helped me be successful. I can't, it's hard to um, say this step, this step, this step, and then you're a voice actor. Essentially, these are the steps I took, but it was the, the determination and the willpower to, to keep going when I was facing so much rejection is what got me here. So I, I feel like my, my voiceover school could be a lot bigger than it is right now if I was really passionate about selling it, but I'm not. So I'm not sure if you have any advice on what I should do with that. So the great thing about going out there and creating content about lots and lots of different topics is uh, instead of you going out there and trying to bring people into you, which is what you kind of did with your voice acting, you went and you brought people in uh, or you went out to them. You went out to them one by one by one. And that's absolutely exhausting because you're going to different auditions. You're going to wake up at 5 a.m. Like once you do that, like you never really want to do that again because it's just so overwhelming um but when you have like a website and you're talking about all these different things people come to you and when people come to you they fall into the bucket that they want to fall in whether it's a voice acting whether it's a school or whatever it may be um it's about time for (laughs) yep time for a commercial break uh you can find Mm -hmm. um amanda at Amanda Sellers VO at Instagram, and I'm at Mr. Leonard Kim, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers channel you have a message you want to share that message you want it to be social to go viral and spread across the planet but how do you get started tune into amplify featuring host ken roshan this show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful but have a positive impact on the world Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. 
Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Amanda Sellers. And we've been talking about lots of different things that we could do to really go and drive business or drive visibility into the new website and the new personal brand and all the different things that Amanda could kind of talk about to make that all happen. Uh, Now, when you're going out there and creating this content what do you usually feel more comfortable with amanda being like on video or being like uh or or like writing things out i love writing and i also love the audio space it comes natural to me so podcasting is really comfortable as well cool and writing i used to have yeah taking pictures i love taking photos and creating those kind of images and and what I see I like seeing small details of things and taking pictures and writing cool so the good thing is you actually like doing these things some people don't so it makes it a lot easier and it gives you a competitive advantage uh the one of the things that you can really do is if you really want to go out there and pursue this writing uh what you could do is when you're making your written content you could add in the pictures that you love taking into there and uh if you Mm -hmm. want to make an audio version of it too and create a podcast you could go and attach a link to that into your uh pieces as well so you have three different components that you could really go out and touch people that's a really good idea i love that do you like doing video leonard you do a lot of video i it's taken time to do it like uh it's not the easiest thing for me to do I find writing to be a little bit more comfortable and a little bit easier for me to go and actually do it. Uh, video, like there's a lot of mental barriers and procrastination and things I need to work on to <laughs> do it uh, right. because um, it's it's a little less enjoyable to do. But it when should be done. Wrote, yeah. When you sit down to write something, do you have like a content calendar, like a month in advance, or does the inspiration just hit you and then you write that article? Like, do you, do you have a formula? Well, I've, I've done it both ways. Like, when I first started writing back in 2013, like, I was just, like, I, I love writing to the point where it was 
what I wanted to just keep doing it and I wanted to just write more and more and more and more a day. So I wrote like two or three things a day, which um, isn't really wow. normal for a lot of people. <laughs> um, when, as time went by uh, and I started getting, uh, doing writing more for like paid work and um, less fun topics, the content calendar became more important because I had to touch right. upon the topics that were work related and weren't as fun to talk about. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I mean, like, what if you're going out there and one day you're like, oh, let me talk about the concert I did, like that doesn't have to really be put onto a content calendar because that's something you actually want to talk about. But when it's like, Oh, let's talk about like the five things that voice actors need to do to, uh, prevent, um, strep throat. Like it's like, uh, <laughs> right? Right. so, uh, it, it's important to have because you still need those pieces of content. But, uh, a lot of the fun things that you, that's really going to be what builds your personal brand are the things that, uh, you actually want to talk about and what people are going to connect with you over. So what would be the next step? So if I get the central hub, I write a 3000 word bio, I have uh, links going to all of my different hubs. How do I get people to know about it? Okay. So now when you're writing and taking these uh, images and putting them together into your pieces, uh, you, one, put it onto your, uh, one of the places you would put it is onto this new website that you set up. But you can't just put it there because um, SEO takes a long time. Actually, before you even put it up onto a place, you have to make your pieces like maybe two to 3,000 words long because then it gives you the SEO ability. It's more relatable. It has all the components in it. And it's a more thorough story, so people are able to connect mm -hmm. with it better. Um, and it's kind of like focusing on the 80-20. Um, if you look at 80% of the content online, like 80% it's just average, mediocre, or kind of sucks. And I don't even think it's 20% that stands out. It's probably like 1% that it's like, wow, that was absolutely amazing. <laughs> um, mm. So if the, if the focus is on creating content that just really touches people because you're going and being authentic, sharing how you really feel, what the experience was like, uh, it has a higher chance of going out there and getting seen more. And once you have that, you don't just put it onto your website. You put it onto places that could uh, syndicate your content into more uh, feeds too. So that could be on um, <clears throat> LinkedIn's um, article page. It could be on Medium, which has different publications where you can submit your piece so it gets extra distri distribution. It could be on Quora, which is a question and answer site. So if you wrote like 10 things that I loved about being like a rock star, uh, maybe there's a question on there that says like, um, what does it feel like to uh, play music in front of a large stage? You could, you could share your experience there. And just copy and paste it. So the okay. cool thing about yeah, the cool thing about all these networks is like um Quora. You could start on there with the zero followers and make a brand new profile and you can write about a specific topic. Or when you write about something, you can find something where uh, people follow that specific topic, like music, which is probably followed by like tens of millions of people, post it there, and then it'll distribute your content to people who follow that topic instead of just going out into the universe and not being seen. Okay, that's a great idea. 
Um, what do you think about doing like the email opt-in? Do you think that's important to build the email list? It would be because as time goes by, what people are doing is falling into your central hub. And once they're in that central hub, you want to uh, collect them. So then, or not collect them, but um, if they want to provide their information, you can keep them updated with the things that are going on. So they don't have to constantly go and visit your website. If you have a new promotion that you want to share for uh, any of your other businesses, you can go and put that there. And it becomes that central place where you can share and communicate what you're doing. As time goes by. Okay, that's great. I feel like it's hard for me to organize things. We have an assistant that's good at this stuff, but she wants to do her own thing soon, so we might not have her. So it's it's my brain. It's, it's hard for me to comprehend all of the, the missing parts, and I, I just need to figure out how I'm going to bring it all together. I'm good at creating and coming up with the ideas, but then it's like placing them in the right thoughts and, and building it is where I find challenge. I think a lot of people uh, find that and they feel similar when it comes to things like that. That's why there's always service providers who help with these other components too, like um, people who make websites, people who do all these different things. And it's just basically collecting the pieces together and getting help to put it all together. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have uh, any advice on where to um, source, outsource this kind of stuff? Uh, for uh, what? What did you want to first have made a website or? Say, yeah, say a website, and then say kind of connecting it all together, like making all the websites link up. So. Uh, there's the do-it-yourself option where you can find a theme for like um, 50 bucks off a site like Theme Trust, and then you could go and find someone on like um, not Fiverr, the other uh, networking site. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll get back. Yeah, something like that, and then you could have them do a WordPress install for you. Then it's just customizing yeah. it yourself, and that's like a few hundred bucks usually. And then um, I. I, I Max, I've seen that is like um, a grand, but usually five hundred bucks is what it ends up costing for everything, and then yeah. setting it up that way. Or you could go with a designer. Uh, my friend Joseph, I think he charges like I don't know, three, four, five grand, something in that range. Uh, so it depends which way you want to go. It's always uh, variable, and it, I guess depends on budget and time. Okay. And yeah, let me see. I think he told me his pricing a few days ago. Um, while I'm looking up that, did you have any other um, burning questions? I think. What are what's your advice besides reading your book, which I'm going to do? Finding your who. Finding um, your who. Yeah, I think that was how. How did you word it? Get to know. Start with who. So. But then finding like who your your target is, like your your ICA or your avatar that you're talking to. So a lot of people want to go out there and do that, but um, if you're just going to go and talk about yourself, uh, what you do is uh, it becomes easy because you attract people who are like you, and it's easier to attract people who are like you than to go out there and just talk to the people a certain type of person. Is that your advice? Then don't worry about an avatar. 
speak your from your heart and then you will attract the right people. Yeah, on especially on your personal site, I mean on your business sites, then it's kind of important to talk directly to that specific audience, but for your personal brand, uh, it's not really that essential because there's what billions of people in the world. And when all the billions of people come together, uh, they're all going to be segmented out because we're not the only ones who are like ourselves. That's right. Okay, cool. It becomes easier to work with someone who's like you. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then how do you retain, just keep sharing, like retaining your quote-unquote audience or your... Yeah, I mean, we all have busy schedules. We just find a rhythm that we could kind of manage with our uh, everyday obligations. For some people, that's going to be three times a week. For some people, that's going to be three times a day. For some people, it's going to be once a week. For some people, it's going to be once every two weeks. So if you think about it as the more time you spend doing this, the less time you have to spend on marketing everything else because everything gets marketed together. Um, that's how you can prioritize how much time you want to put to it. Cool. I love that. And now I just need to come up with a catchy central hub name. Since Amanda taken. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could just be getting an extra domain extension, uh, and having it be like a dot site dot something else instead. And it could just be as simple as that. Uh, Well, we're about at the end of the show. Uh, In regards to uh, what you took away from this, how would you rate this on a scale of a 1 to a 10? 11. Awesome. (laughs) Cool. Yes, it was fantastic. Perfect. Well, I'm so glad I was able to join you today and uh, share a personal branding consult with you. Uh, If anyone wants to find Amanda online, she's at Amanda Sellers um, uh, uh, VO on Instagram. And I'm at Mr. Leonard Kim. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.